Welcome to Zero to CEO, where seasoned entrepreneurs will teach you how to succeed. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. In today's episode of Zero to CEO, I speak to serial entrepreneur and author, Anthony Butler. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. And today we're going to talk about how to implement a content marketing system into your business. Um, CMS is very popular, been around for decades. Uh, maybe you can just give a quick 30-second pitch to people as to what a CMS is and how it's useful. Well, a, a content marketing system is how a company looks at publishing on social media, their website, you know, and other places to attract leads and build an audience. So are, are like the hoot suites of the world, are those considered CMSs for people who may or may not know what they are? No, Hootsuite's not a CMS. Hootsuite is a software that helps you publish to social media. A content, a content system is, it's, it's the internal process that you have in the business to generate content. Like, like, what are you going to publish? How are you going to do it? That kind of thing. Got it. Yeah. And, you know, for, Various startups that I've had, I've had to come up with my own process. So I guess in a, essentially those are CMSs. Exactly. So how, how do you implement one if you don't know anything about it? Like what are like maybe the three steps you would take, um, to start implementing one? Yeah. So primal storytelling is a content marketing system and there's exactly three parts. Okay. Um, the first oh. part is, is defining a tribe, like trying to figure out like, who is the exact audience that you want to attract, that you want a message to, that you want to provide value for? And then the second part of it is, and this is one of the things that's very unusual about primal storytelling, is that you're then going to look at, you know, what are the primal urges and emotions that are most important to that audience? Like what drives them? What, what drives buying behavior? What are their fears? What are their hopes? What are their dreams? And then what you're going to do is the third part is tell stories for them. And in the book, I outline a number of different story structures and plots that a brand can use to connect. Makes sense. So you talk about um, finding who your audience is in order to tell a story to them. How do you even identify that? Yeah, so what, what I like to do is take a snapshot of their demographics and then dig deep and look at the psychographics of an audience. You know, like, you know, may, maybe you're marketing to um, business people. Well, business people is really broad. So now let's narrow it down. What kinds of business people? What kinds of businesses? Who within those companies? Like, who are they as people? You know, what 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 drives them? What are their fears? Like, what problems can you solve for them? And just to really dig deep and down into it. And then if you can, try to find a micro-tribe. You know, so like a niche market that kind of fits within the market, like a subsection of the of the target market. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, those are usually the best because when you're like hyper targeting something, maybe like an even geolocation, like a specific area, a specific group of people, you can get a lot of, you know, customers or, or members for your platform in that way. And then it kind of grows outward from there. Um, so let's talk about the state of marketing today, uh, because I, I personally have noticed a shift over the past couple of years of how it might have been a lot of, uh, you know, print marketing or in-person marketing, event marketing, and obviously digital marketing and online marketing is always there. But I've noticed a, a harsher shift on that, but also people not really wanting to see ads on like social networks. 
So what, what are your take? What's your take on all of it? Because it's kind of a big shift. Well, the, the take is there's one and a half billion websites. And, you know, if you, if you, if you start watching YouTube today and you watched YouTube 24 hours a day, seven days a week for 50 years, you wouldn't finish all the content that's being uploaded to, to YouTube right. for a single hour. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's that much. That's what you're battling, you know, and, you know, billions and billions of new posts on every social media channel per minute. So you've got to differentiate in a way that speaks to people. The, the good news is, is most, most corporate content is nonsense. No one, no one even right. looks at it. You know, it, there's a, <laughs> there's a wasteland of corporate blogs that you, you go and you look, look at those articles and you're like, who on earth would read this? <laughs> because, because all the companies are making the same mistake is that they're trying to market to the algorithms. They're trying to beat Google. They're trying to say, Oh, I, I want to be, I want search engine optimization. So I'm going to write keyword dense articles, 350 words. Like, yeah, no one's reading that. No, no right. one cares. Right. <laughs> and, what, and that's, what, that's why this, what, what do people sorry. care? What do people care about? So people care about things that are important to them. They care about their problems. They care about what what's 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 going to help them in their everyday life in their business. And how do the you number one is, how do you figure those out? How you figure that out is you ask them. You reach out and you talk to them and you start focusing on your audience and not yourself. Hmm. The the number one mistake all these companies are making is that they're primarily talking about themselves and what they do, and they're not focused on the audience itself. You know, I have a really, I have a really successful blog for my startup that we, that we started writing maybe a couple months ago. And there's not one mention of what we do, who we are, any of our features, any of our technology. It's all about the problems we're solving, how people can gain knowledge from reading our content and how you know, we're trying to help the world in a way, but without telling them about our product. And that's what I think everybody should be doing, right? They should be trying to provide some sort of solution to something or offering information about something without specifically mentioning who they are, or what they do, right? Is that kind of the gist of it? That, that's part of it. And you can certainly take that, take that tactic. You know, you, you don't have to completely not talk about what you do, but it, it can't be the core of it. And when, when you think of content and like what, what is a company going to produce? What my challenge to most companies is think much bigger than you do. Think beyond yourself. Think what value could you give to them? Even if it has nothing to do with you at all, it might not even mm-hmm. have anything to do with your industry. You know, like, like as an example, I'm primarily a marketer, but I also, I own a Brazilian jujitsu school. I'm a super fitness nut. You know, <laughs> I work out a lot. I do coaching. Well, as part of my coaching program, I help entrepreneurs get in shape. I teach huh. people how to lift weights, how to how to better their performance, you know, how to have more energy during the day. Kind of an unusual tactic, but it's something that a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners are, you know, they're they're worried about it, they're thinking about it. They know they need to be healthier, and I just help them make the connection between health and energy and high performance in the business. Absolutely. Even though it, it's not marketing, you know, and that's my. No, but it makes sense because I mean, I go for three one mile walks a day. I do yoga every morning. I lift weights three days, three days a week. I eat healthy because I know that if I don't do those things, then I'm going to be useless as an entrepreneur. I'm going to be tired, you know, out of energy. I'm going to be weak. 
and um, probably having health problems. So I think you're you're right about that. Um, let's talk a little bit about um, psycho- evolutionary psychology as well as brand storytelling and how um, people can use those uh, to market their business. Yeah, so there's two parts of that. Just to understand what what evolutionary psychology is and how it applies to marketing is that humans, you know, we're an unusual animal. If we can be called animals at all, we're animals okay? <laughs> where we have, we have vestiges of instincts. So geese, they fly South for the winter. They don't go East. They don't go West. They don't go on vacation to Hawaii. Humans have instincts. We have the vestige of instincts, but we have free choice. Okay. We have free will. We, we can decide not to follow through with our instincts. But those instincts and drives, they still influence behavior. And so the whole idea behind evolutionary psychology and marketing is find those driving urges, connect with your audience around them, and that'll help the buying behavior. That'll help you make connection. That'll help, you know, elevate your content in their mind. Okay. Um, and then the storytelling part is stories have been around longer than the invention of fire. You know, people are, we're storytelling beings. Like if you ever been around kids, you know, my kids watch Shrek like 16,000 times because they <laughs> just love this, this big green ogre and the story behind it and the music and the excitement. But that's how we process language. Go to a party, sit in the background and just listen how people are talking to each other. Everyone's telling stories. Right, right. Hey, uh, let me tell you the story about my bad boss or the commute right. that I had or this crazy guy at the store. You know, or this the, crazy everything. thing happened to me, right? Everyone's always right. talking about something that happened to them. That's exactly right. And so what happens is, is brands get caught up trying to tell people stuff, <laughs> you know, how instead to of, do instead this, of telling how a story, that, right? providing yeah. information where if you have some stories and I, and I don't mean write the great American novel, <laughs> But, but tell the story of like where you came from. What's your origin story? Right. What's the story about what you're trying to do? What, what's the story about your cut from your customer standpoint? I, I think if companies spent a lot more time thinking about that, they could produce half as much content and have twice the reach. Makes a lot of sense. I, I agree. I mean, I've seen a lot of these, like you mentioned, corporations putting out commercials that have literally no story. It's just like a kid running through a village, grabs a Coke and opens it and what is that? I mean, is that really a story or is that just a kid running to get his Coke? I mean, they could, they, you know, I, I agree. Um, now when it comes to like all of this marketing content and I mean, we're talking blogs, we're talking imagery, we're talking videos. There's a lot of social media platforms. There's a ton of places out there. I mean, I think we post to like 15 to 16 platforms currently. Why is it so important to have a marketing system versus you know, just willy nilly posting everywhere whenever you feel like it and, or maybe even scheduling it. Why do you need a system? You need a system because in today's market, random acts of marketing are not going to, they're not going to help you accomplish your goal, you know? And so good content is not generated at random, you know, Oh, today I'm going to, I'm going to post about my lunch. No, no, that that's not going to move the needle. You need to get 30, 60, 90 days ahead Right. And be strategic around what you're actually doing. Like have a thoughtful purpose around the content, like how you're going to help, like what you're using it for. Mm-hmm. And and once you start to do that, what you're going to find is that you find content that your audience loves. You're able to produce more of it over the long term. And that's going to increase the audience, increase the reach. And then of course, you know, we're not marketing for likes and vanity metrics. We we want 
to customers. do business. Like yeah. we want to grow our following and that, that's what you're going to do with it. Now for entrepreneurs or people listening or watching this and they're not even sure how to even get started, um, what would you tell them? Like, how do you even start this in the first place? Well, I mean, to be, <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm here is it's, I'm trying to get the word out about primal storytelling. So I would say start with the book, take a look at what I'm actually saying. It's, it's a very simple formula. If you go through the chapters in sequence, I, I think you'll, everyone can pull something out of it that they can apply right away. I, I'm actually, I've got set, you can buy the book directly from me on my website and I have seven bonuses that are kind of a quick start guide to implementing primal storytelling in, in your business. And what, I mean, what, is, what, what, what are some of those tips? Well, some, some of the tips are like we just said is focus on the audience mm -hmm. and then look deeply into your business and think about benefits more so than features, hmm. you know, and like, like everyone wants to talk, they want to talk about what they do and how they do it, but let's focus on what that does for your clients, what that does for the audience. Hmm. Okay. What, what is that second and third tier benefit? Like sell the vision as much as the actual thing. Right. And, and, and once you get past that, that really opens up, you know, what you can publish about, how you connect with the audience. And, and that's going to help you then get more leads, grow your business and spend less on ads. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I, I think a lot of the times when, when we post stuff, it's less about, we don't really talk about our features to be honest with you. We talk mostly about the effects of those features. Like by using our app or using this feature, you're going to get more authentic connections. You're going to get more friendships. You're going to feel more positive and less toxicity that you see out there. We, we, I kind of, I think it's more about feelings for us, emotional responses. Mm -hmm. Is that something that you guys do a lot of like, uh, the kind of emotion, like trying to, trying to trigger emotional responses in audiences and get them to yeah, feel. Absolutely. absolutely. So in, in the book, I lay out, you know, what oh, nice. are the actual specific emotions that oh. are, <laughs> you know, the, the primary emotions that, that marketers can really use to connect like, what are those actual emotions? And then I lay out what are, you know, the psychological urges that you want to connect through. So, so like one of the big ones for marketers is, is status. Mm -hmm. When we look at how does our product, our service, how does it affect the status of the clients that we're working with? Once you start to think through that one single idea, it, it'll expand on how you market, like how you sell. And, and a lot of times, one thing, like during a, a complex sales process, companies ignore the status. And one of the things they'll, they'll realize is, okay, you're sitting across the table and it's a team sale. Someone at that table is afraid of doing business with you because of how it might make them look if you right. mess up, if you're not good. You know, how, how will it affect their career? You know, are they sitting across thinking, hey, if I hire Tony, am I getting fired? <laughs> is this guy, is this guy gonna, is gonna help me be a zero or am I gonna be a hero? And we get deeper into it rather than just, Hey, this is what we can do for you in the next three months. And is like, and then address those fears and, and put them at ease and come off human, come off as a real person. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's a big piece. Stop trying to market to the algorithm. Try, stop trying to try, trying to market for Google market for SEO. It's a mistake. It's a primal, mistake. primal storytelling instead. So I like that. We're going to end it right there, Anthony. So stop marketing to the algorithm people. Instead, go to primalstorytelling.com. Check out Anthony's book, his guidelines and, uh, appreciate it, man. 
It's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you learned something today, please support this podcast by subscribing to it, sharing it with your friends, and leaving a five-star review. You can learn more about me at jasonsherman.org, where you'll find information about my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, available on Amazon, as well as my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy or Skillshare. I'll see you at next week's episode.